Say goodbye to performance robbing engine deposits with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Hate to break it to you, but lower grade fuel can leave deposits in your engine that build up over time and leave your engine's performance severely lacking. Thankfully, Shell V-Power Nitro Plus removes up to 100% of performance robbing deposits with continuous use in gasoline direct injection engine fuel injectors. Download the Shell app today to find your nearest Shell station and rejuvenate your engine with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Fuel up at Shell. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home. The place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Don't know about the new coronavirus variant Omicron as America braces for its first case of the COVID strain. Tonight, a CBS News exclusive, we go inside one of the labs where Omicron was discovered by South African scientists. What we're learning, is it more deadly? And when will we know if our vaccines protect against the variant? Plus, the breaking news, the CDC strengthens its recommendations for the booster shot. What you should know. President Biden urges calm. This variant is a cause for concern, not a cause for panic. What he's saying tonight about the possibility of new lockdowns. Breaking news, Tiger Woods in an interview tonight, revealing if he'll ever play professional golf again, just days after posting a video hitting a golf ball a few months after that horrific crash. Cyber Monday. Have you done your online shopping? Which products have the biggest discounts today as Americans are expected to spend at least $10.2 billion? Sex trafficking trial. The woman accused of recruiting underage girls for sex offender Jeffrey Epstein faces up to 80 years in prison if convicted. Remembering Lee Elder, the golf great who broke down racial barriers as the first black golfer to play at the Masters. And a heartwarming story about the world's most premature baby who survived and thrived. Tonight, his story of strength. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. 
Good evening and thank you so much for joining us. We're going to begin with that new COVID variant that the World Health Organization poses a very high risk around the globe. The Omicron strain hasn't turned up in the U.S., but Dr. Anthony Fauci warns it's likely already circulating here in America. And that has the Biden administration responding. The new Omicron variant was first discovered earlier this month in South Africa. It has since spread to more than a dozen countries around the world. And as a precaution, the U.S. has joined other nations restricting travel from South Africa and other countries in the region. Well, the president's saying today there's no need right now for lockdowns or other drastic measures, which had Wall Street breathing a sigh of relief. After the Dow had its worst day of the year on Friday, it rebounded by more than two. 230 points today. But Fed Chair Jerome Powell says the emergence of the new variant could negatively impact the economy. So we've got team coverage tonight, starting with CBS's Errol Barnett, who's going to lead us off from Newark International Airport. Good evening, Errol. Good evening, Nora. Tonight, the CDC is strengthening its recommendation that all adults who received either the Pfizer or Moderna vaccine should get their booster shots so long as it's been six months since their last shot. Previously, they uh, recommended uh, younger adults may get their boosters. Also tonight, the Washington Post reports that Pfizer is ready to recommend 16 and 17-year-olds get their boosters, and it expects that to be approved quickly. Calling Omicron a variant of concern, the World Health Organization says it has the potential to pose a very high global risk as it is loaded with more mutations than Delta. First identified last week in South Africa, it's not yet clear whether Omicron spreads more easily or causes more severe infections. Today, President Biden said it is inevitable that the Omicron variant will reach the U.S. and pledged to fight it with science and speed while appealing for calm. This variant is a cause for concern, not a cause for panic. If people are vaccinated and wear their masks, there's no need for lockdown. With more than 100 cases already documented in South Africa, new travel restrictions are in effect tonight, barring non-U.S. residents from eight Southern African nations from entering the country. Dr. Anthony Fauci is the nation's top infectious disease expert. If it's not here already, it's going to get here. The reason you do a travel ban is not that you think naively that you're going to keep it out, but it buys you a couple of weeks because if you can keep things out in, in, in force for a couple of weeks, you can do a lot of things. Moderna CEO Stefan Bonsell says it may be weeks before there's clarity on its vaccine's ability to fight the new variant. Still, booster shots for all vaccines are recommended. As we now see the situation uh, with this new variant, it's even more important to get not only the primary series, but to make sure you have your booster. Travel restrictions for the vaccinated were being lifted, but some countries are reversing course, including Japan. Tonight, closing its borders to all foreign travelers. I've been planning this trip for about two years. As news of the new variant surfaced in South Africa, Miljana Vujosevic is trying to enjoy the last few days of her vacation in Cape Town before she returns to New York Friday. I will exhale when I get my negative COVID test Friday morning because that will feel like an important milestone. And then I will exhale again when I'm at the airport. 
While so much is still unknown about Omicron, it is clear this new COVID variant is spreading around the world quickly. And so while the U.S. races to limit some foreign nationals from traveling here, the best defense, medical experts agree, Nora, is to get as many people vaccinated as possible. Harold Barnett, thank you very much. We turn now to a CBS News exclusive. We go inside one of the labs in South Africa where Omicron was first discovered, and researchers are now working around the clock to learn more about it. CBS's Deborah Pata reports from Durban, South Africa. Suiting up in protective gear, these scientists are heading off into the biohazard lab of the Africa Health Research Institute. Here, they are growing live Omicron, which will be tested against the blood of fully immunized people as well as those who were previously infected. Heading up this team is virologist Alex Segal. This is probably the most mutated virus uh, we'd ever seen. The variant has more than 50 mutations, with over 30 in the spike protein, the part of the virus that aids infection. It's more of a Frankenstein than others, but it's always something new. I mean, the virus keeps surprising us. Within 36 hours of discovering the new variant, these scientists had alerted the world the fear that the variant evades immunity. To find answers, Segal's team is collaborating with other scientists. This lab has received multiple requests for samples of Omicron, which are being packed to be shipped off to other research institutes around the country. They will know in about 10 days whether existing vaccines can stop Omicron, but Segal is confident they will still provide some protection. But he warns as long as Africa lags behind in vaccinations, the virus will continue to mutate. We're going to learn together the rest of the Greek alphabet. Unless we understand why these variants evolve, how they evolve, and be able to predict them. Omicron has mainly infected young people here. Doctors say their symptoms are mild, but that could change as case numbers increase. Nora? Deborah Pata, thank you. There are still a lot of questions tonight about the Omicron variant. Joining us now to try and answer some of those questions is Dr. Ashish Jha, the dean of the Brown University School of Public Health. Doctor, thank you so much for joining us. Is Omicron as dangerous as Delta? Well, we don't know. Um, and there are two parts of dangerous that I always sort of think about. One is, is it spread more easily and infect more people? That makes it dangerous. Uh, there is some evidence that it does seem to be spreading more easily. And then the second is, does it cause more severe disease? And that we just don't have any data on yet uh, at all. Scientists are calling this the Frankenstein of all variants. Is that misleading or overly alarmist? I think it's a little alarmist. Look, it does have a lot of mutations. Uh, Number of mutations isn't the big issue. The big question in our minds is, is it going to make our vaccines less effective? Is it going to make it more dangerous? We just don't know right now. There are concerning features of this variant that have many of us uh, looking more carefully. Uh, But I think there's no reason for people to overreact and feel like somehow uh, this is a game changer. It may very well not be. What if we find out that our vaccines that we currently have are maybe only 50 percent effective? What happens then? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think that is a possibility that we could see a hit to the effectiveness of the vaccines. And then that will mean uh, then, of course, the other part of the question will be then what about severe illness of people who are having breakthrough infections? Are they getting significantly sick? If not, then I think we're in good shape. I do think we will need to probably build a variant-specific vaccine, a vaccine particularly against this variant. And so what additional measures should we take now heading into the holiday season? 
the single biggest thing is people need to be vaccinated. With this highly contagious variant out there, it's very dangerous time not to be vaccinated. If you are vaccinated but have not gotten boosted, I think there's plenty of reasons to think that boosted people will do much, much better. Um, other than that, I don't think we need to be doing anything else significant. I continue uh, to wear a mask in crowded indoor settings uh, and avoiding large crowds. Those are, those are good pieces of advice in the middle of this pandemic altogether. I don't think that changes for this specific Specific variant. Dr. Jha, it feels like every time that we, it seems like we're rounding the corner on COVID-19, something else pops up or a variant, a new variant pops up. What do you say to Americans who say, are, are we back to square one? Um, no, we are not back to square one. We are in a very different position than where we were in March of 2020. Uh, even if our vaccines take a hit, they will not be to totally ineffective. We have great tests that can identify this variant. Uh, we've got therapies now. Um, we also know how the virus spreads, and, and we have lots of tools for preventing spread. So we're in a much, much better place, not where I'd like to be. I'd like for this pandemic to be behind us, uh, but that's not what we have as an option. But we are in a much better place than where we were. Dr. Jha, thank you so much for your time and your expertise. Thank you. And we want to turn now to the holiday shopping season, which is off to a strong start, though not quite at pre-pandemic levels. About 63 million Americans were expected to make purchases online today, Cyber Monday. Here's CBS's Meg Oliver. I'm buying everything today. So Realtor Kristania Sledge has been cashing in on Cyber Monday sales all day long. How are the deals? The deals are amazing. I just saved $196 on two Ralph Lauren coats and an espresso machine. Today is expected to be the best online shopping day of the year, with Americans predicted to spend between $10 and $11 billion. That could come in slightly less than last year. How many boxes are going out today? We anticipate about a million boxes will go out today from this facility. At this Amazon Fulfillment Center in New Jersey, more than 14 miles of conveyor belts passed along some of the first packages for Cyber Monday. It's mesmerizing. It really is a well-orchestrated logistical ballet. Retailers have been encouraging shoppers to buy early, with the global supply chain crunch translating into higher prices and fewer options. This is her. Say hi. In Arizona, Stephanie Velasquez found free dog treats for her new puppy, Shyla. So I'm like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. Um, so it's like dog treats, like 90 of them, and it was free, just had to pay for shipping. So I was like, this is great. <laughs> Today is the best day to buy TVs online. Shoppers can also score big on clothes, furniture, and appliances. If you're looking for a computer, try to hold off until Wednesday to see even bigger discounts. How much more shopping do you plan to do? Um, I'm trying to shop until the deal is over, so probably until midnight tonight. So your boss let you go home early to start doing this? Yes, yes she did. Shout out to Diane. And some important dates to remember for FedEx and the U.S. Postal Service. December 15th is the last day to ship your gifts. For Amazon packages, December 22nd to make sure your gifts arrive on time. Nora? That's good info. Meg Oliver, thank you. All right, opening statements started today in the sex trafficking trial of Ghislaine Maxwell. The British socialite is charged with recruiting women and girls for her longtime friend, convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein, who died by suicide in jail. CBS's Mola Lenghi has more from the federal courthouse in Manhattan. Prosecutors portrayed Ghislaine Maxwell as a sexual predator who enticed teenage girls, first by befriending them, then 
serving them up to Jeffrey Epstein to be sexually abused. Labeling Maxwell as Epstein's partner in crime in her opening statement, the prosecutor said in at least one instance, they were each more than double the age of their victim. The government alleges Maxwell, now 59, assisted, facilitated, and contributed to crimes by Epstein by helping him recruit, groom, and abuse girls as young as 14. Today in court, the prosecutor charged that Maxwell traded on the trust she earned from the girls, even being in the room when Epstein abused them. But defense attorney Bobby Sternum questioned the memories of Maxwell's accusers, portraying Maxwell as a government scapegoat for the real criminal, Epstein himself, and telling the jury Maxwell is a convenient stand-in for the man who cannot be here. Epstein died in jail in August 2019 while awaiting trial in what has officially been ruled a suicide. Maxwell has been in federal custody since June 2020, not far from the federal prison in Manhattan where Epstein was found hanging in his cell. There are six counts in this indictment, the most severe of which is sexual trafficking of minors. If Glenn Maxwell is convicted of that count, she may spend the rest of her life in prison. A Maxwell's trial is expected to last at least a month through the holidays, and it's unclear if she'll take the stand in her defense possibly portraying herself as a victim of Epstein's as well. Nora. Well, Lengi, thank you very much. Well, tonight, the breaking news, Tiger Woods is admitting he will never play golf full-time ever again. In a new interview, Woods opens up about his recovery from that devastating car crash nine months ago. Here's CBS's Carter Evans. I don't have to compete and play against the best players in the world to have a great life. Tonight, for the first time, Tiger Woods is publicly acknowledging a stark reality. I can still, maybe if my leg gets good enough, maybe click, click off a tournament here or there. Um, but as far as climbing the mountain, get all the way to the top, I don't think that's a realistic expectation of me. But I think something that is realistic is playing the tour one day, never full-time ever again. After a serious car accident last February, Woods says he thought he might lose his right leg. Just last week, he was seen working on his swing. The golfer has previously recovered from multiple back surgeries and knee injuries, but he says this time is different. Uh, I don't quite have the same endurance in my right leg yet. Uh, I'm still developing that. That's going to just take time and time and time and work and more and work. It's an unfortunate reality, but it's my reality. And I understand it and I accept it. Carter Evans, CBS News, Los Angeles. And today we also learned that Lee Elder, one of the golf legends who inspired Tiger Woods, has died. Elder made history in 1975 as the first black golfer to play in the Masters. This year, Elder served as an honorary starter at the Masters. His health didn't allow him to tee off, but he called it one of the most emotional experiences of his life. Lee Elder was 87 years old. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more.
The social media and business world was rocked today by the surprise resignation of Jack Dorsey as CEO of Twitter. Dorsey said it was his decision to step down from the social media platform that he co-founded more than 15 years ago. He's being replaced by Parag Agarwal, who has been with Twitter for a decade and has been involved in its fight against misinformation. And the White House is all decked out for Christmas. Red gift boxes frame the entrance to the east wing of the executive mansion. There are 41 Christmas trees throughout the White House, along with 10,000 ornaments. The theme for this year's decorations is gifts from the heart, inspired by people the Bidens have met in their travels. Now a story about a tiny but tough fighter. When Curtis Means was born, his chances of surviving were almost zero. But against all odds, he is now an energetic toddler. Here's CBS's Omar Villafranca. When Curtis Means was born, the tiny bundle of joy arrived early at 21 weeks, one day. Just 11 inches long, he weighed less than a pound. The newborn and his twin had less than a 1% chance of survival. What's going through your mind? I just had to keep faith and keep on praying. One day later, his sister, Ciasia, passed away. Curtis was so fragile, he spent nine months in the ICU. He spent more time in the ICU than he did with you. Mm -hmm. And his mother, Michelle, had to wait weeks just to hold him. What did it feel like to finally be able to hold your son after one month? Hey, she started crying. Curtis defied the odds with the help of miracle worker, Dr. Brian Sims. When did you know that he was a little fighter? First breath. It was an amazing uh, transition watching him get stronger and stronger. And then the, the attitude he had from day one, he really was a character. At 16 months, Curtis is happy, healthy, <laughs> and a Guinness World Record holder. Not just for being adorable, but as the most premature baby to ever survive. My baby boy, my miracle baby. Proving again, big things really do come in small packages. Omar Villafranca, CBS News, Birmingham, Alabama. What incredible doctors and nurses. On tomorrow's CBS Evening News, could your kids be buying drugs on Snapchat, TikTok, or Instagram? Well, we look at the deadly consequences of illegal drug sales on social media and how easy it is to find them online. And if you can't watch us live, set your DVR so you can watch us later. That's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell here in our nation's capital. We'll see you tomorrow. Good night. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. Okay. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. 
This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.